Welcome to Musings of an Extrovert. My name is Darwin Muentes. I am your resident extrovert as well as your host. Uh, I am glad you've been listening if you've been listening for a while. If this is the first time listening, thank you uh, for choosing to uh, take some time with me today and with my guest today. Um, Before we get into the topic of discussion and before we uh, introduce the guest. Please like and subscribe the podcast. If you enjoy this, um, help me grow. Help me get to uh, more users and uh, so people can listen to the podcast and enjoy it as well, um, just as you have. So like, subscribe, as well as comment, and hit that notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. That way you can get notified every single time we drop an episode. Now, our guest here today is a good friend of mine. Uh, very thankful for this man. He's an awesome, awesome guy. He uh, is a husband. He is a father, uh, and he is good at those two things. And he's good at a, a ton of other things. Um, but a, he's an admirable man, and I'm very thankful to know him. His name is Ari Jones. Ari, say hi. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. I'm so thankful that you, uh, you and your wife, were able to come back into town into Virginia Beach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've been we've been all over the place the past couple of months, and so we we knew we were coming back to Virginia Beach. We had to see you guys. So yeah, yeah, we're glad you did. Uh, so for those that don't know, Ari's wife is amazing at making cakes. So this is a plug for her. If you need cakes done for anything, uh, she's great at making cakes, and uh, you should totally slip her some money to to make make you some cakes. You should. Uh, she's awesome. Get at them it. out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and she made us some cakes, and they came over to Liana's place, and we had a little taste testing, uh, and that was just a lot of fun. Uh, so we're excited for our wedding and to have these cakes uh, for us. So, uh, Ari, you guys just came in from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about the new adventure that you guys went on. Yeah, definitely. So uh, we well, this whole year has been a, a new adventure as far as... Um, March, uh, we had our second child, Noah Joy, and uh, she's a few months old now. And Mm -hmm. then uh, in April, sold our house, and we were preparing to move to Charlotte. Um, End of April, rented in Charlotte because we're we're not going to buy in this (laughs) this society right now. (laughs) We're going to wait a little bit for things to calm down and kind of like know exactly what we're getting. And then in June, my mom actually moved in with us, Mm. which is... A whole new adventure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in itself. Yeah, how long um, have you guys been married? So we've been married six years. Six years. Yeah. So it's been about six years that you, your mom hasn't lived with you or that any family members have well, lived actually, with you. Well, um, actually, I have always been the type to just kind of like be on the go. And mm. so uh, when I was 16, I graduated from high school. I was just about to turn 17 that summer, and I have not lived at home since. Wow. Yeah, so you haven't <laughs> I, lived with your family in, in a long no, time. No, no. Went straight to college and straight to other endeavors, and so this is this is definitely... My, my mom is used to 16-year-old high school senior <laughs> yeah. versus what I am now. <laughs> Full-grown man, has two kids. Right. Wife. So sometimes it's kind of like, uh, you know, we're, we're a different dynamic now. But... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. It has been a, a definite journey. And then yeah. my wife is now a stay-at-home mom, um, which is new for her. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and we're we're just learning all sorts of new different challenges and stuff and this this new season of life as, yeah. as well as adding to the move and everything so yeah it's been it's been something yeah yeah i mean i remember we found out uh probably about a month before you left or a month and a half before you guys were headed out um and man like yeah it's always a new adventure when friends are moving away um you know and tell us a little bit about uh change so we you and i talked about this a little Mm -hmm. bit uh just a couple minutes ago uh about how much you like change yeah i love change i've ever since i was a kid i've always liked the the aspect of something new Mm -hmm. um and it always gets me excited of like oh this is something new this is something different um something that i'm gonna have to learn or grow or 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 learn how to survive or thrive in mm-hmm. um and even with the the job that i do like it's constant change like and i love it and what people around me are like uh another change like mm-hmm. what are we doing can we just like pause for a moment i'm like let's go keep going um and so um i have to be kind of cognizant around of the people around me that are not so uh fond of change mm-hmm. <laughs> and how they kind of just want to like put, put the brakes on and i'm like full full pedal to the metal yeah like let's keep going um and so I, i've learned to, that's a big difference between my wife and i um and my like just people around me mm-hmm. um, so I've, I've learned that and i've also learned to be comfortable when things are not changing or yeah. not necessarily comfortable but be content when things are not changing yeah. because that's that's something that i've always struggled with like yeah. i get restless very easy um, if I'm kind of just like lay low, I'm always looking for like, okay, what's the next thing that I, I could be like productive in or could be like getting involved in or could like mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. Um, and so God kind of teaches me. He's like, you know what? So um, you might want to just, you know, be still a little bit. I've, <laughs> I've never really told anybody in the Bible ever to just be busy. Yep. So yep. <laughs> I've told a lot of people to sit down and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so i'm like okay i get it I, I you know i come across those verses every once in a while i'm like i feel like this is a personal personal thing there guys. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love the way the lord speaks to you he, he speaks very very matter of fact right <laughs> he's like um, if you were if you were a female your name would be martha i get it right so <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I mean, change, it, it really is, a, for some people, it can be like so, so hard to, to mm. do change, to be okay with change. Um, you know, I'm kind of like, probably if change is on the left and, uh, you know, everything staying the same is on the right, I'm probably like just off right in the middle, mm. you know, in that area. Because I do, like, I, I like change in some ways I, I think it does it offers new beginnings it offers um different things and i think change itself doesn't necessarily mean good or bad mm-hmm. um it's the situation obviously you know like if you know the change was a death in the family um you know that for most people is bad right. um you know and they're like uh this is a negative change it's not a positive change uh, in some cases, people might look at it as a positive change. I mean, I don't know who would who would be like, oh, man, like Hitler, you know, <laughs> right. passed away. Um, but to the same degree, um, you know, some changes are positive, mm-hmm. very positive changes. Uh, you're very happy when you get a bonus at work. You uh, You're very happy when you 
are eating food when you haven't had food for a couple hours you know like it it, it it's a positive change in your day so change is happening all the time right um but a lot of people don't recognize those little changes and it's the big changes that are always freaking them out right know? and i think i i like the the writer in me because i, I love writing always have as a kid like looks at life as a story and so every change that happens is kind of just like a new development in the story mm-hmm. um even i used to tell my parents this all the time it was like really weird but i always like i can i think of life like either as a story or a movie because i can even just like while i'm in a situation like i can hear like the soundtrack i'm like oh this would be like perfect music to play over the situation yeah. right now yeah um and so like i, I think that's where like a lot of my love for changes is because i'm like oh this is a cool part of the story or a different part of the story like what's going to happen next type yeah. thing yeah yeah um so yeah i get yeah. that and uh that's a great segue into this this next question for me (laughs) uh storytelling you are a storyteller i you've written three books at this point or more four four books yep um so you've written four books uh could you tell our audience about your books ah yes so the uh the first three are actually part of a series um a series of four the fourth one has not been written yet, but it's it's there. It's in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and the series is called the Abandoned Prayer Series. And the first, uh, the first book is called God Make Me Uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which I always get like the weirdest looks. In fact, I was just at a coffee shop uh, the other day, and I have I, I, I do this kind of as on purpose, but I always carry a couple of my books and I just like put it on the coffee shop table while I'm yep. doing work. Yep. And people like walk by, and they this one guy like looked at it, and he's like, "Can I take a picture of that?" I was like, "Sure." And he like, takes pictures like. That is a very interesting t- book title, and I don't know if I want to read it, but I, just in case. He's <laughs> like, just in case I feel great. Do and, I really want to ask God to make me uncomfortable? Right, yeah. right. And so, like, um, I said, well, you know, I'm the one who wrote it. I'm the author of this book. And so we got to start talking about, like, yeah. his journey and everything like that. And um, the whole purpose behind God Make Me Uncomfortable was... When I was living in Lynchburg, Virginia, um, I was meeting with a pastor friend of mine, another friend, mm-hmm. and we were my my other friend and I were both in like this series of transitions. And um, my pastor said, like, so what's one prayer that if, like if you could pray for yourself, if you feel God wants you to pray for yourself, what's that one prayer? And not planned, but both of us at that same time said, God make me uncomfortable. Mm. And he's like, that is the dumbest prayer you're gonna pray, but it's also the best prayer you're gonna pray. <laughs> And it was all just like the fact that like if you get to a point in your life where everything around you that you would place as your comfort like is completely uncomfortable to you then you have nowhere to go but to God. Yeah. And to to pray that prayer means like, hey, um, I'm willing to to ask God to do whatever it takes to to just have him as my focus. Yeah. Um, And from that birthed uh, a story, um, a story of a family um, that kind of is in that that position. Like their 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 lives are great, really, um, but they sense like there's something missing between them and God, mm. and so they start to pray this prayer, and it follows their journey uh, of praying this prayer, and you get to see like how God just completely like changes their lives. Wow! Um, and it does it in a I call it a modern day parable. So you follow the story, but after each chapter, there are devotions that explain this whole prayer, and it is actually a prayer that's written out. The God made that's awesome. cool prayer. Yeah. Um, and then God kind of just took me on another journey of saying, like, well, what's after uncomfortable? And the next book in the series is God Make Me Broken. Yeah. Um, and it teaches about what brokenness is yeah. and what it means to have God make you 
whole, like to fully function wholly in him. Yeah. Um, versus trying to like manufacture this life of your own to, to function in. Um, and then after that is, uh, God make me weak, mm-hmm. which, um, <laughs> that's a, 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 pretty, a pretty tough prayer to pray in itself, but it's again, yeah. going to that, that, that Paul statement of like, um, basically when I'm weak, that's when I realize your strength or my strength is made perfect. Or your strength is made perfect in my weakness. Yeah. Um, and learning how to pray that prayer. And so it follows the same family. Um, I think the, between the first and the second book, there's like eight years difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you get to see like the growth there and following yeah. that family, but that's cool. It's a, it's a fun, it's a fun, but challenging like story. So it was, I wrote it, as I'm writing it, I'm learning this stuff myself. Yeah. And like, like this is my devotions that I'm going into and my Bible study. Mm, praise God. Um, yeah. And so it's been really good. And the other fourth book is called Seeking God, A Summer at Camp Quest. Hmm. And it's like the fun summer read that just follows this one guy who um, like is in this transition of just like, so what is my life? Like what, what is the purpose of my life? And he winds up having a friend. It's like, hey, we're going to be camp counselors for a summer. Yeah. And it talks about the wild and crazy journeys that, mm-hmm. that happened that summer and, and the crazy, like, you get to meet all sorts of characters. And it's all true stories from my summers as a camp counselor. I, hmm. I was a camp counselor for nine summers. Wow. And so um, while the names are different and some of the situations are kind of, like, like muddled and everything like that, yeah. they're all true stories of what wow. happened. Um, and so it's a very fun, like, comical um exciting adventurous and also a little bit of drama in there too yeah um but it's a, it's a cool read that's really awesome is. yeah yeah this this is something that i think ari and i really connected on was uh, and this i was just thinking about this because i uh liana earlier um she said that her mom was asking how i had time for all the things that i'm doing you know, <laughs> like uh, she was talking about uh, or Liana was telling her about how I'm uh, coaching at Norfolk Christian now mm-hmm. uh, for their volleyball team. I'm I'm co-coaching, I should say. I'm not I'm not head coach. Um, but she was asking, how does he have time for all of this stuff that he's doing? And I just think to myself when when she said that, I thought to myself, well, you know, I don't know that I have time. <laughs> right. It's you know everything that we do we make time for and i was just thinking about you because when you were here i was like man he is doing a million things (laughs) all the time and i think i connected with you on that level because i'm i'm the same way it doesn't feel like i'm doing Mm -hmm. a million things all the time sometimes you know you you get you know tired you get um you know weary from doing all the stuff you do but most times i'm just like yeah this is just this is what I do. You know, I go and I do the things. If the Lord's calling me to do something, I'm going to go do it. And right. if it's adding to a lot of stuff, some things get out of the way if I need to get them out of the way. And, mm-hmm. you know, some things I make time to do, you know, like sleep will come. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it will, it will happen if, you know, we sleep during our life or when we're dead, you know, and right. then eternally we'll get the most amount of rest. A seventh day is coming and, you know, we will get that eternal rest, but the work time is now, you know? Yeah, I attribute it to, like, again, my, my job is ever-changing, and um, what I do, there's a lot of, like, multitasking, a lot of projects, a lot of this, a lot of that, and a lot of committees that I'm involved in and everything like that, and I had one of my mentors just say, you know what, um, it's cool to do a whole lot of things, just make sure they all connect, and they all make you grow. And yeah. when you get to something that's, like, you have something that you're doing that doesn't help you grow, or doesn't like 
continuously make you a better person, then you know you're done with it. Yeah. You know, it may have been good for a season. Yep. Um, and so that's I kind of keep that mindset too. Yeah. Um, and so making sure like the the writing projects I do, the music projects that I do, anything I do on the the side, all that stuff, like make sure that it's continuously like helping me grow and helping mm-hmm. my family grow, et cetera. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I, let's talk about the music because you're, <laughs> you're also doing a lot of things in music. Let me tell you something. I was bopping in the car when I heard your version of Awesome God. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, man, preach, preach, <laughs> preach, preach. Like those, so I've heard Awesome God done in rap a million times mm-hmm. uh, because I love, I love Awesome God. And I also, I remember there was this old version of it that I still can't seem to find anywhere. Really? Uh, that was, they were doing, um, you know, the verse of the song. M- most people actually don't know that it has a verse. They just think it's right. just singing, our God is an awesome God. He reigns, you know, that whole part. But there is a verse. And like the very first verse is um, when he rolls up his sleeves, he ain't just put it on the wrist. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember hearing that as a rap when I first heard it. Okay. I didn't hear the M.W. Smith version, which was the, you know, him singing it. Right. Uh, or whoever, Mick, was it Mullins? Mullins? Mullins. Rich Mullins. Mullins, yeah. Um, so I had never heard that version first. I heard the rap version. And then R. Swift, I don't know if you've heard his version. Love R. Swift. Yeah. That, Philly. That one <laughs> is fire. I listen to it all the time. And then I heard yours and I was like, oh my gosh, this is better than our Swift version. <laughs> Sorry, our Swift. If, if you listen to my podcast, I mean, I doubt you listen to my podcast, but if you do, uh, that's really cool. And that I'll claim that. Right, we, we appreciate that. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but I was like, man, this is so much better. Like, I want to hear this one live sometime. We don't have it live for you guys here today. I kind of set that up as though it was going to be, but it's not. Sorry. Sorry, um, sorry about that. <laughs> but Man, that was so good. Tell us a little bit about your your projects, all the things that you're doing with music down there. Oh man, so music is is really just. I mean, it's it's a hobby and a way of just connecting with people. I started doing music when several years ago. I was working with the crisis pregnancy centers, and I was teaching family life for them in mm. the schools. And so I would teach in the middle schools and the high schools, and I would they would talk about like kids would talk about the music that they were listening to, and I was like, it'd be kind of cool to just do like cool positive music for them yeah so i was like why not yeah <laughs> yeah so i just started I recording that. made a cd passed it out to the kids at the schools and they loved it and i made another one passed it out to them and it was just like uh positive fun music for them to listen to that like had had you know just good morals and values and everything like that and um and then uh started just kind of making stuff as i was doing working with youth yeah um and did concerts and it was more that like the the Jesus music, like the anthems and, and yeah. kind of like the, our God is an awesome God type. And then, um, and then, uh, a couple years into it, I kind of like shifted into doing a lot more like, um, what I call like more, I guess what I would call my to be honest music, mm-hmm. like the honest feelings that people have about God and, and Christianity and, yeah. and life. And, um, I remember doing, I think one of my first ones was a song called scream hmm. And it's based off of um, David's psalm where he talks about, like, you know, as a deer pants for water, so my soul longs for you, God. And really just, like, that longing is really, like, when your lungs scream yeah. for air. Like, when you're panting, your your lungs are screaming for, like, the oxygen. It's it's it's, it's longing for it. And, yeah. um, and how we sometimes need to scream in life. 
Um, in fact, when I was uh, working as a youth director, um, one of the activities I had, I'd take my kids out. We'd go into the field. I'm like, all right, so one by one, just go ahead and scream. And they would mm-hmm. look at me like, why? I was like, trust <laughs> me, just do it. And so the first kid would go up there and just like yell and scream, thinking it was funny. And all of a sudden, like, wow, that felt like really yeah. good. Yep. And like the next person would do it. And like it became like a regular activity of just being able to like scream. Yeah. And the, to relate the fact that like, man, like sometimes like that's that's what I want my longing to be for with God. But also that sometimes my need yeah. is to scream. And so I wrote a song about that. And um, a lot of the songs, even up until the last one that I, uh, I put out, um, which is called Sometimes I Just. <laughs> yeah. And then that yep. die, which is basically just talking about. Like sometimes there's so much that I want to say, it's so much that I deal with and everything like that. But sometimes I just got to just be silent and let God be God. Yeah. Like with my thoughts, with my doubts, with fears, with everything that's going on in society. Yeah. Um, and so um, I've, I used to perform a lot in, in bars and in clubs. And mm-hmm. I'd be the only Christian there. <laughs> yep. yep. And um, people would come up to me after the show be like, so I will never go into a church, but that music, like, that really hits. Yeah. And I'm yep. like, oh, cool. And then we'll be able to talk with someone. Or yeah. I had, when, when Shaka's was Shaka's and there was a lot of, like, uh, music concerts and everything like that, I think I was uh, one of the openers for a Futuristic or something like that. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the, the music promoter was like, listen, I just want to say this. Like, we never get Christians in here. Hmm. Like, you are literally the only Christian that ever comes through and, like, performs. Wow. And he's like, I give you props for that. And your music's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, well, that's that's kind of what I want to do. I, I, wanna, yeah. I want my music to be, like, uh, the music that, like, non-Christians and, and people who are struggling with, with, with their relationship with God or, um, or even just, like, with God in general, um, they listen to it and are like, oh, okay. Yep. Like, I get, like, he gets it. Like, he gets what I'm struggling with. Yeah. And there's like an answer there. Yeah. Um, and so I, I love being that that sounding board. Yeah. Yeah. And let me let me just say this too. Uh, when we when I first met you, you had been doing some some rapping at church in worship team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had been writing some raps um, for some songs that are mainstream Christian worship songs um, that we would put in, and you know Christy would have you. Uh, do them and I remember when I heard one of your raps in the middle of one of the songs I was moved I don't remember the words I just remember the moment of being moved by like man like it reminded me and and this is something that's super cool when I was young um, in middle school and high school I had heard a lot of Trip Lee Uh, Um, and Trip (laughs) Lee was I love Trip Lee. Trip Lee's my fave. <laughs> one sixteen. Yeah. That song particularly was one that kept on like making its rounds in my music. And I just remembered, man, that was so so rich for me because he was rapping a lot of a lot of scripture and he was rapping a lot of truth. Mm. And then you hear a lot of their and his songs, a lot of people like Andy Minio, uh, Lecrae, some other guys that are talking about the different things that are going on in their life mm. and then sharing their struggles with rap. Um, and then also their faith in the midst of all those struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hearing the songs that you were writing or the, the, the raps you were writing in the middle of, 
of these songs it was just so cool because it reminded me man like we can communicate so much with music that's true you know we communicate so much with music and rap has a very special place in music that it doesn't have the limitations of words that songs do in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways you know like a song you you have your chorus which you might have to keep the same every single time or just change it slightly Mm -hmm. you can't change it too much and in rap you can you can jam pack a whole book into a rap a rap song you know um because you have so much like it's freedom in rhythm Mm -hmm. you know and you you make things work within it and you can change words up and and fix them in there that you can't do in just a normal song and I just, um, that's why i love it too because again the writer in me <laughs> yep always likes to tell a story but i also realized like the the whole like one of the main origins and like goals of hip-hop and rap was to communicate uh a cultural message yep um especially in the hood and especially in the the ghettos like um being able to like not only bring a community together but communicate to the world like this is us type yeah. thing um and i think that's you know, uh, as a Christian artist, like that's one of the things that I, I love to use it for is to promote that that Christian culture, yeah. that God culture, but also like this is us as not only Christians but also humans in general. Yeah, and connecting with that is one of the reasons why I love. Like, I used to get questions all all the time about like why would you get on tracks that like with with secular artists and like you'll there's some artists that I have like verses on that that they're cussing up a storm and doing all this stuff. Yep. And then you hear my verse uh, and you're like, wait, so like they, they don't mind you rapping about God and Jesus. I'm like, listen, it's totally, it's totally switch. Like the secular culture, as long as it sounds good, you can rap about whatever you want. And so yep. I love that freedom. And yep. you're like, oh, so as long as I'm, as long as I'm on point, making sure it's good, I can, I can share the gospel. And I can, and that's, yeah. um, a lot of the people that I've networked with, like producers and stuff, like a, a friend of mine in Sweden um, who like heard my music and was like, wow, this is cool. And we've gotten to talk about God. And mm-hmm. um, uh, another friend of mine who is in Connecticut, um, who we he heard my music and was like, oh, this is really cool. It sounds hot. Yeah. And it's Christian. Like, can we do he's like, can we do a record together? Sure. Let's do a whole album together. I love it. Um, yeah. And it's a it's a great like ministry to be able to get on the uh, the different songs with people who yeah, yeah they may they may cuss up a storm and, and have all this stuff but i'm gonna put on a track it's yeah. gonna have jesus all up in it <laughs> yeah yeah and and that's the thing like when you are willing to go into the places that you know we as believers would say you know if they're cussing up a storm they're you know they're not bridling their tongue um you know but we we're saying we're still gonna be there with you mm-hmm. and you know, that's just the same as if someone comes into your house who's, you know, cussing up a storm in your house, you're still going to feed them. Right. You're still going to set a table spot for them and enjoy them and have them as a guest in your home. It's the whole Bishop and Jean Valjean situation, yeah, yeah, definitely. you know, is you are always going to bring them in. If you truly love Jesus and you are seeking to love him with all your life, that is something that we do mm-hmm. naturally out of, out of our, our believer heart it's our flesh that pushes against us and tries to make us want to push them away or push anyone away you know and so it's the same thing in in music if you're gonna go out there 
and you're going to engage with this world like we we can engage in the places where we would say yes we're we're not partaking in that but we're going to use this influence that we have to share the gospel and to and to love these people mm-hmm. you know help them make good music good sounding music while also like combating some of the some of the things that that would be in a lot of different places i mean like right. you know for someone going and working in in the secular world working in a secular business it's the same thing mm-hmm. i mean i'm not going to disengage from them just because they're a secular business um i'm going to engage more so for that reason because i have this message i have this bread that i can bring to these beggars you know beggars who don't even know they're beggars right you know so I think it's awesome. You did that so much while you were here. I loved getting to be a part of that in some ways, too. Uh, We got to perform together. You came and performed with me on the streets, too, which was fun. It was so much fun. Um, And, yeah, so if you don't know Ari, you you just heard a lot about him. (laughs) Really great guy. Where can people get your books? Where can they get your music? So the easiest thing to do is to find me on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Almost the easiest thing to do. R-E-P-M-516. Easiest thing to do. And then the link tree in my bio like has everything. It has all the books um, where you can access those. You can get them uh, as an ebook or as a written book. Um, and I might do I might do hardback because I know Amazon has the ability to do hardback. Yeah. And I've got some more coming up. There's uh, there's so many book ideas I have in my head. So <laughs> I um, love it. Yeah, you're you're gonna love the next ones that come out. And then the music is also on there. You can find it on um, Spotify. You can find it on Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon Music, all of that. Um, and it's under my stage name, which is Rep. Um, but you can also find the links for that in, in my Instagram as well, too. And I yeah. do a lot more of my engagement on there. Not as much TikTok. Not as much TikTok, you know. Um, it's baby steps. I mean, content creation, it's not its not the, as much of a walk in the park as people think it might right. be. You know, uh, it definitely takes a lot of devotion. And sometimes it takes whole teams of people to do so. Exactly. Yeah, that, no, exactly. That, makes, that makes total sense. But yeah, check it out for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have that in the description. That is all the time we have for today. Ari and his wife are going to be doing other visiting throughout town and some other things. So mm-hmm. uh, we're going to give them that time. And we're probably going to go walk by the beach for just a little bit. <laughs> his <laughs> wife and, and kids and, and my fiance, they've been... They've been out there for a little bit now, so my my uh, oldest daughter is probably like halfway to Europe by now. So. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I like I said, I'll have that link in the description for you guys, so you guys can find Ari. What was the Instagram handle again? It's R E P M five one six Repum five sixteen is what it's, love it yeah. love it. So, well, uh, you should go listen to Ari's music. Go get his books. Uh, help him out and uh, yeah, enjoy him as well. He was just telling me it's not out yet, but he was just telling me that he's probably going to be doing a podcast. So I'm excited to hear that podcast. It's cool stuff coming. I won't share anything else about it. I'll leave that, <laughs> that a little more of a secret, but he is a just a beast. He is doing some awesome things. So uh, yeah, go follow him and go like all of his stuff. Go do all the things, and uh, we will see you on the next time. And before we leave, please like, subscribe, comment, and hit that notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. That way you can get notified every single time we drop an episode. My name's Darvin. And I'm Ari. And I hope you have a wonderful day.